HIVLP New Orleans 102.3. Good morning, comrade. Uh, this is Jeff and Robert on the and show Scott. with Scott as well. Scott. Uh, very, very uh, exciting announcements coming up today. But what's going on, folks? How are we doing today? Hey. It's freezing. There's like electricity jumping around on the power cords yeah. over in Kenner by Jeff where he lives. I mean, that, I mean, I don't live in Kenner. I live by Kenner. Oh, you live in Kenner. No, it's not Kenner. It's Metairie. Oh, Metairie. My, my mistake. It's close enough. It's close yeah. enough to the airport to be Kenner. I always just, I always just put them together in my mind, you know. Like if I had to stay, if I, if like the, if the airport, put it this way, the airport's in Kenner. Yeah. And if the New Orleans airport, New Orleans International, wasn't like so easy to get to from anywhere, I would stay the night over Jeff's house if I had to catch a flight in the morning. Yeah, it's close. It's that close. I hope you're not allergic to five cats. <laughs> I know, right? No, I'm not actually. I have two cats, a dog. Yeah. Rabbit died, so we're down to rabbit. No, yeah. he was old. He was so old. Oh my god. Yeah. R.I.P. to the rabbit. Um, but yeah. So if people don't know, we're in New Orleans, and it is freezing, literal freezing. Mm. Like, yeah, very cool. Like we had to have like there's an ice on the roads. Um. Like warning advisory, today. yeah. A lot, a lot of my office like got to go home early, but I mean, yeah. I can't really hate. So for I, people I, who are like not like who are listening on the radio, maybe on whivfm.org/slash/listener or on the uh, podcast version, uh, in New Orleans, when it when it gets cold here, uh, people freak out. Like the entire city kind of shuts down. Like we are not prepared for That's cold it. weather is what yeah. it is i mean we just don't have I mean, the infrastructure i mean like i said like people make fun of it like oh it's 30 yeah, just... it's 30 degrees oh my god but you have to understand like there's no infrastructure for that here there's yeah. not one salt truck yeah if it's so, if the if roads it's, freeze it's, that's it if it becomes freezing it bec- it's like freezing like that for like one day a year it doesn't get like 20 below here right. ever i've never seen I mean, it below zero here the humidity makes it seem worse than it is, actually. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, like, yeah, it is worse here than any other, than it is other places. Yeah. Canada, it's always wet. I mean, Canada, what's their deal? I mean, they, they don't have to deal with the problems we got. But if you keep going, if you keep going west on I-10 right now, it's it's like, it's my job to just, like, monitor Twitter. No. Like, I was just watching Twitter all day. And, like, it's, if you go into, like, past, like, from Lake Charles on into Texas, it's white death. It's, like, no joke. For real, you can't be on the road. Yeah. Like it's just snow and ice. Like black ice, the whole deal. And it's nasty, man. Yikes. The um the sort of way like uh, the bridges here too just iced up immediately <laughs> when it gets yeah. cold like that. Like I saw the pictures man. of the uh Mississippi River Bridge in Baton, in Rouge, Baton Rouge and it was just like people were driving on it by the way. Which that is crazy. bridge is sketch in perfect conditions it's bridge of sketch mm-hmm. and it's like it's impassable now it's like the mines of moria mm-hmm. like you can't no don't even try to get through it's stupid and i got a really cool um let me uh, maybe we can just read this really quick i got a really good advisory from uh my electricity company energy who we love energy on this program we love fortune 500 companies we love we lo- uh monopolies of capitalist enterprises taking over we lo- uh, we love public- companies that didn't spell check their own name. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, Entergy, who is the electricity uh, barons around here. They've kind of like, they've got the monopoly in the New Orleans area that we got this today. Entergy, we request limited ed- electricity usage due to present extreme cold weather, immediately including turning off ele- electric water heaters and a lowering heating thermostat settings. Insufficient reductions may require temporary interruptions of electric service. We apologize for this inconvenience and are working to restore our system to normal grid operations as soon as possible. More info at their website. 
So like bold, essentially like are they drunk? Huh? That's bold, be it. As bold of them to think you keep your house at a habitable level. <laughs> they drunk. They drunk with that. That's I mean, happening. they literally just get they get money to do to provide this service to make sure that we're warm. And on the literally the coldest day of the year, it's like, ah, uh, maybe you want to not be so warm. <laughs> My dudes. Yeah, that's that's so foobard. I don't Well, they must have not uh, must not have known this was coming. And Scott alluded to this earlier. There was an electrical um electrical wire that was on this video. Uh you can probably check our, our Twitter for this. Um mm, I didn't retweet that, but I can. It's awesome. All right. Well, yeah. Check mine at Eminent Prof. Oh, uh, yeah, Eminent Prof. Or re- yeah, and then I'll retweet it on ours. Yeah, yeah and it, and we ahead. can um because it looks like that scene in Conan the Barbarian, where Conan has uh, he has um relations with that witch. Yeah. And then she like freaks out and then ah, like flies out of the hut. There's a fireball just kind of going along the power lines <laughs> in uh in Jefferson in Jefferson Parish. Yeah, I, I saw a couple of them. They were just like a like a it wasn't a regular thing. I mean, it wasn't just like a, a one-off. It was a couple of them around town, you know? You saw them live? Hmm? You saw them like No, no, no. I saw a couple of videos. Oh, I saw no, a couple I different like, videos. Right. Like, All right. Like, it wasn't just like a phenomenon. I'm sure it was happening. Actually, I was just driving in the 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 big uh, uh, like company or whatever, the big industrial area near my house had the the flames going real big 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 like the sky was orange mm. oh cool that's not mm-hmm. uh apocalyptic at all i mean it's great pumped about it taking a big breath right now we love we love uh when uh we love when uh oil refineries are really like turning up the exhausts don't we folks they're heating up the city i reckon right it's gotta be have y'all, have y'all ever driven through i know this is kind of a segue but it's the same thing it's not necessarily like the energy company, but um, like the oil companies. Have y'all ever driven through Lake Charles at night? Yeah. It's it's like, it's something out of like Blade Runner. It's post-apocalyptic uh, for sure. Mad Max or something. It's like, cause like those oil, like those oil refineries, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong on what they are. Like all my like union dudes will probably like DM me and be like, you don't know what you're talking about. This is what they, cause I don't know what they are, um, but they're just like pumping out fire. I mean, they're just like processing factories, I reckon. Like, they have to turn oil into gas. Somebody's got to do that. So imagine you're just driving through this, like, metropolitan city, and there's just, like, smokestacks as far as the eye can see going west into into Texas, and it's just fire billowing out of them. It's, It's something, it's, like, biblical. It's crazy looking at night. Hello. We need to have better power sources. That's the, that's the moral of the story. Whoa. We need to get on. You talking about green something. energy or something? Oh, Come on, man. <laughs> I don't know how long. I don't know how much, how much longer as like a species we can just spew fire into what? the to what? the air, dude. We, look, the dinosaurs existed. God put dinosaurs on this earth for one very specific reason. It's so that we can burn them to make fire. That's what it is. That's the whole thing. Thanks, God. Well, Dinosaurs now streaming on Disney Plus. If they wanted to be alive, they shouldn't have farted so much and wow. did global warming themselves. Wow. Wow. That's a good that's a that's a good take. Or like or like an asteroid, whichever one you believe. Well, I mean, if if like what was told to me as a kid, like at church, is that Satan put dinosaur bones in the ground. So if we're like harvesting oil, we're really just like worshiping Satan. Whoa, I I missed so, that one. What church you go to? You never heard this? No. This is the thing. Is now some, we got a lot of like listeners Ken in the Ham south. Stuff? If you if you've heard this, if you've ever heard this, please like like write. write I am the strapped show. up. Hit, I'm hit strapped email. in. Hit, hit me on Twitter. Tell me I'm all about crazy. it. No, no. Let it let it fly. Let it fly. So okay. So the deal is that dinosaurs aren't real. Satan went around like pre-humanity mm-hmm. and like he took, he made bones and then placed them in the earth. So that way people would find them later and it would confuse them to thinking that God's not real. 
Is this some of like the young Earth theory people, like the I'm Earth not, is five thousand years old it, type thing? It's wacky. It's it's in that same ballpark. So I'm like not, can't you know Ken yeah. Ham, right? You know who that guy yeah. is? Oh, of course. I've been to the um. Oh, you've been, been to the in, in in Kentucky. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about that. Laugh. You ever hear of the Cardiff Giant? <laughs> no, I haven't. It's basically just like a guy who like made this like fake giant that was from like was supposedly from the Bible and like buried it in upstate New York and like found some guy to like find it and be like, oh, we need to we need to like use this important discovery and like uh, make a bunch of money off of it. And, like P.D. Barnum bought it. <laughs> the king, wow. the true king, the, okay, a- like the, the actual, mermaid, but like OG really Carney. Yeah. Or at least the modern, the modern, like barn, like like trailblazer of Carnedom, PT uh, Barn. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure that the guy before him. We just don't remember his name. No, he's the he's the modern guy, the modern trailblazer. Wow, thanks, man. Anyway, what else is going on? Any. So I want to know about the uh, I want to know about the exhibits at this place you were talking about there. Oh, it's it's mad crazy, dude. It's like what's um, the place called? Do you remember? It's the not the Creation Museum. I think that is what it's called. Let me. I think that's what it is. I think you're right. Forever since I went there. Ken Ham's Creation Museum. Maybe we should do like a TripAdvisor review. No, I don't want to go back there ever again. I mean, I'll go. I'll go through there to go for driving to go see my parents in Cincinnati, but I'm not. Ark Encounter is what it's called. Okay, it is a goofy place, dude. Okay, like so so Louisiana? tell me tell me about no, it. No, no, like, no. It's in Kentucky. Uh-huh. So it's a it's a big giant ark Hello? that gets taxpayer dollars, um, uh-huh. to exist. Wait, wait, wait hold on a second. Yeah, this is taxpayer funded. Yes, because they're technically a museum. They get tax breaks from they get tax breaks from the uh, from the Kentucky government. And Kentucky, here's the thing though, Kentucky's about to take away their taxes and status though. No. Yeah, because oh, I mean, it's not bringing, it's not bringing anybody. I thought they, li- I thought they supported small business. No, it's not bringing people to young Williamson, Kentucky, or wherever. Um, when I used to, when there were no casinos in Cincinnati, and I used to go see the, um, let's see, Petersburg, Kentucky. Okay, so you were right. There is a, a creation museum, but it's 45 miles away. And it's also run by the ARC people. Mm-hmm. By the same I mean, thing, Ken Ham. They also have the uh, the Abita Mystery House, which is great. Well, that's Abita. That's not Kentucky, man. We've that's discussed the Abita Mystery Kentucky. House at length on this I program. I love the Abita Mystery House. We can talk about that in a sec. Look, look back room. on our episode with uh, Nathan Robinson and Light of Gold, oh, where, the, the classic episode. Where uh, we talked about the Abita Mystery House. Um, oh, dude, I don't, I don't know if she's still there, but shout out to like the super hot witchy girl who works there. Yeah, nice. Yeah, shout out to her because she's like straight out of like. If she ever, if she ever like loses her uh, like residence, she yeah. she has rent free in Robert's head. Yeah, she's she, like, she's like my wife and I talked about her. She's like straight out of a. Um, so Aaron was like, that girl is straight out of a. Uh, a, a Disney like young adult novel, like where she would just like meet an actual werewolf who lives in Abita mm-hmm. and they would fall in love. She's beautiful. She's witchy. She's creative. She's, witchy. she's smart. And she's listening to this show right now. Absolutely. Shout out to her. Please be 18. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, so anyway, this is crazy. It's a giant arc and it has all these exhibits in it. Like how did, how did Noah fit all the animals on the ark and why did they not kill each other? And also evolution's not real. And I used to see it when I would drive by um, before there, cause I used to like play poker every other day. Oh yeah. A lot of that's Indiana. A lot of that stuff was like uh, very much like, Oh, evolution's coming out. So we need to come up with like a Christian science alternative. Mm. You are listening to WHIV LP New World 22.3. This is good morning comrade. We have Jeff, Scott and Robert on the show today. Yeah, it's it's real whack. Like I don't I don't know. I don't want to turn this into like the let's dump on religion podcast. No, but it's like I don't gotta do that. I don't know. I mean Let me say I've something. always been like I don't understand like why like when you've got I, I really don't wanna like just I, this is like a legit question. And actually the cat Aaron told me that the Catholic Church does this. I don't understand if you've got like 
unknowable unknowables in religion, like you're a religious person for real and you believe in religion. And there's all this evidence of evolution. Like that's the best like theory we have that's been like proven and upheld by science. Why can't you just say God did it? I don't understand. So like, what I think was the pro- what's the problem with that? So um, I think the the I mean the most modern sort of like religious interpretations are like that. Um, most like the ones that are based off of at least some kind of level of like you know so, like so religion isn't a monolith if you, if yeah. you know what I mean. Like there's Aaron no... was raised Catholic and she said that's exactly what they did. What a monolith? That, no, they just say, "Yeah, God did it." Yeah, that and it's the permanent answer forever. Which is that I mean, and I'm not like here to say like that's not the case or anything like that. To be right. clear, but like that's sort of the the standard pat answer. Like, yeah, we can't possibly understand the infiniteness of God's plan or things like that. So, um, I mean, like, I'm fine with that. I'm not really interested in. I got. I got no stake in it either way. Yeah, like, exactly. I just, yeah. So I mean, I just like, it's kind of weird. The 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 ones that I have the problem with are the ones that aren't based on any kind of science, and the ones that are totally specific about. So it's it's almost like three things. Sure. You're not based on science. You're not specific about, or, or you are specific about what you're trying to advocate for, and because if it's just those first two things, I don't have a problem. But the third thing is if it is causing a problem on like in terms of denying people rights or you know harming people in any affirmative way then i have a problem with your your religion folks that's just what it is you know that's sort of my thing yeah it's like when you're it's like you got your you got your chocolate and my peanut butter when you're like yeah thing that like gives you comfort pushes its way into like my objective reality then it needs to stop just provable reality right like like yeah i guess that would be another way of saying objective reality but like like that's the sort of thing if if, if, and you know what's even funnier and we can sort of kick the uh, station idea in just a sec um like when there's the question of like oh god did it this way or like these things can't be possible because that's not what like my interpretation of what God is is like you're essentially being extremely um, cavalier, I guess is the way you could put it in terms of saying like, oh, I can tell you what God can can't do, and you actually have a very small and limited view of what God is. If that makes any kind of sense. Sure, I mean, I have, su- I have yeah, such a weak God saying, and have such weak me... faith in God that I get like offended and hurt by your by what you're doing and saying. So you're going to cancel me. You're going to take away my free speech and deplatform me. For me personally, what kind of gets to me, like I'm an atheist and what gets, what what kind of gets to me is that Erin and I talk about this a lot because she was raised Catholic and I was raised Baptist and her idea of like an ordered universe, like, Oh, there's like something that like looks out for us and, and, you know, as human beings and like we're something's creation, like, gives her a lot of like peace and solace. And that's mm. like, that, I think that's what a lot of people get out of religion. Sure. Where I get the exact opposite because I'm like, if this is some kind of like creation and somebody's responsible for this, like, and, and you're telling me that when I die, like I have to stand before this person, like this thing, this, whatever it is, mm. like you got some explaining to do <laughs> if anything. Cause like you, you, you cause a lot like, of suffering there, God. Yeah, you allow that to like, happen. What, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I could do this better than you. Give me, give me your omnipotence, and I guarantee you, I could run this better than you. But I, I just think it was like they were like, oh man, we need an explanation for why the sun comes up, and then it yeah. got popular, and then it was like, oh wait, there's like a an answer now. Well, my no. thing, yeah, yeah. Well, my thing is like an actual disordered universe, like a cold, like just doesn't care about Chaotic. you actually gives me a lot more solace mm-hmm. because when like terrible things happen, there's nobody to blame. <laughs> right. Like, you know, there's no like, Oh, the, 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 the thing I hate most. And I actually, it was on a date and I walked out. I hate the phrase. There's no other phrase in the human um, lexicon. I hate then everything happens for a reason. Oh yeah. Yeah. I hate, yeah. I hate it so much. I literally, I had, I had a woman tell me that on a date once I got up, I paid the bill and left. <laughs> I'm like, I'll never relate to this person. Like if you're gonna tell me everything happened, it's like you have our friend, our our friend Andrea. She always says this all the time, uh, main character syndrome. Yeah. Like if you're gonna sit here and tell me that this is organized and you everything happens, you have main character syndrome. 
you think you are the hero of your own story. Mm-hmm. Like this whole thing is set up for you. And it's just such an obnoxious way of thought. Mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, I think that way of thought brings more suffering historically into this world than any than anything else. The idea that you are somehow always the hero in your own story and everything revolves around you and everything. I think that's a lot of this, like the whole boomer thing. Like everybody's like, oh, don't make fun of old people. I think this has always been happening. It's just kind of, we have social media now. People have death anxiety. And so what they do is they want to lock in whatever society, whatever culture they're in. Mm-hmm. And nothing, because the idea of anything beyond them is just unfathomable that they yeah. are going to be in M- dust one day. like like my the world the universe begins and ends with my life like, like that I'm kind of thing kicking 40 dude i like this year i turned 40 i'm about to die bro like, <laughs> okay like more than half my life's over like i really you have to start looking at that uh-huh and be like no like this thing is going to move on beyond me so how am i going to leave it are you having a midlife yeah. crisis live on the radio right a now a bit no a i mean that bit. is a that is a thing. It's called solipsism. What do you mean by like, that? Like can't can't conceive of anything outside of you. Yeah, yourself. yeah. It's a very yeah. self a self interested sort of self centered view of the world, which like to some extent everybody kind of necessarily has to have because the only pers- like life is a first person perspective sort of thing, right? Absolutely. Like you don't have you don't see like literally speaking, you literally don't see any of life through anybody else's eyes except your own so you're going to have a biased perspective from your own perspective which is the only which is literally the only perspective that you can or ever will see in your entire life one now does that mean that you're ever going to have like that it's impossible to communicate and understand and empathize with people. That's an entirely different question, right? If you can sort of like attempt the very best that you can to see through somebody else's eyes, then I think that as long as you're giving it your level best shot and you're like not being a jerk about stuff, then I mean, that's that's a positive sort of um, trade in my view. I, I mean, I completely agree. Mm. It's just like, I... Again, I just, I've tried to have this conversation. Usually this happens with like good meaning people and I, I like temper my reaction. I don't have like this super out of pocket reaction like I'm having right now. But it's usually, I, I think of when it, these conversations come to mind, I think of my mom and I think of her friends and they'll try to say everything about like, oh, it's God's plan and everything happens for a reason. And I've tried to have this conversation like, if that's God's plan, like, what does that say about God? Right, like that's that's gross. What is he planning here? It's like that. Um, Patton Oswalt has a great bit, and like he's a he's a person. He's definitely a, a person to have like this bit about because he his wife died not that long ago. That's sad. But he has that bit about the worst song ever made. Um, the Jesus shoes. Oh yeah, about Kimberly the little hates boy that song. who didn't have any money and his mom was gonna die, and then. So he like scraped up enough pennies because he wanted his mom to have nice shoes before she died to see to go to meet Jesus. And the man behind him like gave him a couple bucks. And the idea that the man says in the song that this little boy was put here so he could know the meaning of Christmas. What is that? Yeah, people believe that. Well, though. well, not just that. Like there is sort of this. Um, how do I put this? There's this sort of like valuation, I guess you could say, of these kind of trials and tribulations that people go through. And like you can see it now. Like, um, and it's, you know, on a human level, it's it's fine. But like when you have somebody who's got a story in the uh, uh, in the newspaper, like this kid, you know, raised, you know, sold lemonade and raised $10,000 to pay off his mom's debt or whatever. Like, and that's viewed as like, and, and by the way, that's not to say like, oh, wow, this kid is a, is bad or is a monster or anything. But like, we, we sort of see these things as, well, that's great that that kid's doing that, right? As opposed to the fact that we live in a society where that kind of a medical debt that the mom would have to, you know, have the kid like start doing child labor for is possible. And that's sort of where, um, 
these things and 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 this actually happens a lot in the sense too with um like like Bill Gates gets a lot of this credit specifically like oh wow he's been and this is even before covid uh where he's like you know sinking a lot of resources into uh, the vaccine, but he's been doing like work in, in malaria, like on malaria or whatever, as an individual bazillionaire. And like he wants to get all of his credit for it when he is part of the uh, oligarchy that perpetuates society that makes malaria so prevalent in places like Haiti, you know, or, or, or in, in uh, Africa and, and all kinds of other places. Let me give you an example of what you're talking about that just happened today. I read this today. And um, headline is, cops arrest mom working evening shift at pizza place for leaving kids ages 10 and 2 alone. That's a bad mom right there. Now the discourse is, this is a terrible mom. Yeah. The other did, and like, this is a terrible mom. She can't break the rules like that. Can't believe she'd leave those kids. Versus, and this is what it's been online all day. Versus that versus, oh, she's just working, trying to make a living give her a break. Everybody's got to work, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm the only one in that, in that melee of voices. That's like, this is why we have to have full socialism. Yeah. Because either she should be able to make the choice of a, either not working at all and take and raising two children, which is an amazing thing for society society and will help us much more in the, in the long term of, of, of just, being a society than her slinging pizzas or she should have full comprehensive health care paid for by the state. I'm not healthcare, but that too, but child care paid for by the state. So yeah. she can go be a quote unquote productive member of society. Yeah. I'm neither like, of those things are, are provided for by the society. So it's just, it falls on the individual to solve that problem. And like, maybe there are better decisions that she as an individual could have made. Maybe that is true, but when you put people in the position where they have to essentially make choices to survive, even if they don't know all of the potential options that they might have, which which I'm not going to grant that that's the thing, that if that's the case. Like, I'm not going to say, like, oh, wow, all these things do exist. But even if they did, like, not everybody knows everything in the world anyway, so that they could make those kinds of decisions um, and if they don't, if those things don't exist, it's even harder. Right. So it's just the idea. Go ahead. I, I'm just gonna say, like, like the, the 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 important thing, the important thing in our society is that we blame the individual. That's the critical part. It's just the idea that like people, uh, it's unfathomable to them, like unimaginable, that this person or anybody with children could just receive a check at home to raise two children to be members of our society. Yeah. Like that, that that's, that's crazy talk. We can't do that mm-hmm. when we could easily do that. Easily. Very, very easily. So uh, you are listening to WHIVLP New Orleans 102.3. This is good morning, comrade. I did want to change gears and talk specifically about something. Um, I didn't bring it up beforehand, but uh, you you know our friend Nathan Robinson, right? He's been on our I show. Do. We met, we brought I him heard. up early in the show. Have you seen yeah. what he's been having going through recently? What uh, happened with the Guardian? It's real dirty, dirty, mm-hmm. dirty, bro. Go ahead, give us the rundown on that, because I only caught like I had to turn it off. I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> like I was listening to like Anna Casparian talk about it. I was just like, I can't, I can't do this right now. I'm at the gym. Well, I'm too mad for this. Scott, have you seen any of this stuff? Yeah, people are mad because he said something, and then uh, they fired him for. But like, I mean, also the Guardian doesn't have like they have a union, but they freelance everybody. They work right. around it. So, so like yeah. they just. So Nathan Robinson is uh, a friend over at Current Affairs. He's been on this show um, once, I believe, with, with Light of Gold. Yeah. We mentioned it early in the program, and uh, he essentially did a tweet a while back uh, that was critical of Israel. Um, and what ended up happening is he was asked by... Uh, the, the, here's the text of the tweet. Did you, uh, did, did you know that the U.S. Congress is not actually permitted to authorize any new spending unless a portion of it is directed toward buying weapons for Israel? It's the law. Then he followed up with, or... 
if uh, if not actually the written law, then so ingrained in political custom that it's functionally be indistinguishable from law. So even that f- follow-up actually does do a lot of clarification and talks about like, how U.S. policy uh, and its relations with Israel have been. And, and I'm not trying to do this like part of the claims that happened uh, that went around this was that he was being anti-Semitic. Right. When he was being critical of U.S. policy towards Israel, the um, the the language that is being used essentially to describe that kind of uh, tweets on Twitter is is that he's being anti-Semitic. And so when he was kind of pressed on this by The Guardian, which is an article, which is a uh, newspaper outlet in uh, the U.K., He's a columnist over there as, as well uh, as the editor of Current Affairs. Uh, he was sort of like pressed on it. They said, hey, this is getting a lot of bad attention for us. Um, why don't you take it down? He did do it. He responded. But then also he stopped getting uh, he stopped getting work at The Guardian after that, which is uh, – why did he take? Why did you tell him to take it down if you're not giving him any work anymore? You know, for one thing, is really interesting to me. Oh man, I mean, this is such like it's. I was gonna say, you know, to channel my inner Nathan Robinson, I was gonna say it's such a sticky wicket, but no, this is the like thing cancel is, culture. I don't understand is, why it is. Like, this is like I honestly, this is like the do, actual cancel culture, it, not like not the like what, the thing that right wing people complain about, not like the thing that. Like these people who were like in their best-selling books talking about I'm being silenced, but this is him like this is somebody actually losing a job because of something that they that that they're stating facts about. Right. And this is policy. This isn't even mm-hmm. like Gina Carano going like I don't think you. Sh- I think COVID's fake. And well, and like, that's the my, interesting my, thing. My pronouns too. are beep boop bop. Like this is this is actual policy. Like this is a Google search. This is this is not something you're gonna find on, well maybe you might find it on Newsmax, but like this is the thing like you're not, you're not necessarily gonna find on One World, you know, One World Amer or whatever One American Network. Like this is easily like you're gonna find this on the State Department's website. Right. So I don't understand. Like my dad, my dad who's Jewish, like we have these conversations all the time, and I go, I don't I don't understand why this country. Take take the past and maybe maybe you can't separate how Israel was like how Israel was founded and recreated um, in modern in modern times. Maybe you can't separate it from just policy. But I mean, just try to again use your imagination. Take Israel off of it, right in country X, and with the things that they do, you've got a you've got the leader of the country who's so corrupt that he walked out of his own corruption trial. Um, You're talking about Benjamin got, Netanyahu. Yeah, you've got a apartheid state that's doing doing a soft genocide right now. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of everything they do to the Palestinian people, Let, let's leave Palestine. Let's say they are people Y. Country X is doing a soft apartheid by denying COVID vaccines to people Y. They are also having an apartheid state where people Y cannot move and go freely, and they have to live in an open air prison. And they and people Y get their lands encroached on by country X. And, and critically, in what world does this stand that this is cool? And, and critically, like it's not even a critical. Uh, it's not even a criticism of the people who live in Israel, but the criticism of what the government's doing. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, but they live in Israel, rock. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, like, once you say that word, like the word Israel is so. I mean, it's so loaded. Mm-hmm. It's it's so loaded, and I can't understand reason, rationally like why it's why it's this loaded. Mm-hmm. Why can't we talk about what? Let me give you the and I, I this is we're about to either get canceled or blow up right now. <laughs> so, okay, Jewish people had the Holocaust. Holocaust is one hundred percent real. Yes, Terrible. Holocaust is real. That that never happened again. I will die. I will go to whatever country I have to. If I'm old and and fight and die, so like a, like a new Abraham Lincoln brigade in Spain, to make sure nothing like that happens again. Black people also went through a Holocaust. We were brought over here. 
on the middle passage where many of us died. And then we worked in bondage for hundreds of years. Black people don't get a pass like this to where like black people can just do whatever they want to do and nobody questions it. Well, okay, so and it's like a hush thing to talk about. Let's make a potentially sloppy comparison, right? Well, and I mean, maybe actually this is extra sloppy because there was sort of like the ideas of the of like America and and a lot of the West to create like something like Liberia and and but let's just say that there was an existing state that was founded on the principle of like it is the black state or something like that. Do you not think that that would be like instantly and automatically presented as some kind of like, like way? Like, I don't know. It's, it's very, very reductionist to me. You mean like Haiti? It's not a, like, that's not a black state. I mean, I mean, it, it has a history of, of like destruction of, of, of citation needed. No, I see, I see what, well, you've got like a mixture of like, uh, it's like code noir type stuff, like yeah. people of color versus like Africa people and like the people on the other side of Haiti, which is the Dominican. And you can see how mm-hmm. like Spain didn't destroy Spain and, and France didn't destroy that side. I understand what you're trying to say, um, Scott, but my, I just want to be like super clear about this. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to play like what about isms and try to like downplay why Israel exists because it hundred percent should exist. Like what I'm trying to say, I'm really asking a question. I'd love for somebody to yeah. answer this for me is why this is the one country on earth that cannot be criticized on policy. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about like, you can't be saying like, you can't because go it's like slur on people. It, it, it's can't. because the policy is indefensible. That's the answer. The policy is indefensible. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way that they treat Palestinians is not defensible. The way that they like destroy villages and, and 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 drive people out is not defensible. Period. The end. And it's not you know it's a, it's a it's a it's not a question of like is it about you know the ethnicity or the religion of the people in 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 those places. It's a it's a question of what does what is this state apparatus doing. That's a lot more that that clarifies things, and what it's doing is it's create, creating a priv, like a privileged like minority and having an oppressed majority, and 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 essentially destroying homes and invading, doing colonialism. I mean, if I'm gonna play like the really like down the middle game of, I'm not doing I'm not I, doing I, down the no, middle. I, I'm, no, not you are. I'm just saying myself. Like I really try to be empathetic and be like, well, why? Why, if I lived in Israel, would I hold right wing views? And I could probably, see I mean, how I could see how I would, mm-hmm. because I'm this. So I I'm born and raised in this tiny little country, right? That all around it has um, Arabic states all around it. We've got Iran, Saudi Arabia. Um, I can't think of another. But so <laughs> we're this tiny little island, right? And we've got all this like pressure. You know, I hate to die, I hate to like talk about it think of a game of civilization where you've just got all these quote unquote either historically hostile countries around you to your people so maybe that would make you right wing but at some point like you even know that you have like america has your back so if you could just chill just chill out like if anything kicks off over there you know we're gonna we're gonna send every tomahawk missile every f-14 we're going to dominate that region. So, so why, why doesn't do you, that happen? Why do you have to go do the most? Israel, this is the thing with Israel. I actually answer that question, though. Like, why yeah, is it the case that they behave in the way that they do? Because if you stop, like, pushing that rhetoric, people stop giving you things. You know? I guess, like, man. They're expanding currently. Like, that's what they do. Like, they stop, like, with that line of thinking that they will stop expanding. Like, that's just the whole concept. Like, they don't like the people that live there, and they want to get rid of them. I, I so. guess I wanted to, like, not focus so much on the specifics of this situation, despite so the fact... you want to talk about generalisms? No, I want to talk about, like, what's happening because uh, because of the comments that, that our friend Nathan uh, delivered and what has happened to him, essentially, the fact that he's... 
he's lost a, he lost a job. I mean, like that happens. I mean, if you want to call that consequences, fine, sure, whatever. But I mean, again, that's that's very it's very interesting that you don't see uh, a bunch. You don't see like Tucker Carlson, and you don't see a lot of these people who are like completely and utterly obsessed with cancel culture. So you know, as as they like to put it. And, and and stepping up and standing up for Nathan J. Robinson, who because they, the if they a, do that, if they do that, they'll stop getting things. No, <laughs> like, but, never, but but basically all these about, grievance, don't. all these grievance politics are like, well, if I like all these from like all these like right wing people are if we stop complaining about it, like we don't have a leg to stand on. Right, but that gives I them mean, an opportunity to complain about the thing that they want to com- complain about, but they're not Jeff, doing if you want it's, it's a vicious cycle. Of course. Jeff, if you want to talk about this for the people who just hatched from an egg and then found this show, and they're just like new to like being a leftist, go right ahead. <laughs> I mean that, but like trying to like shame. I'm very confused. They, you're trying to you're trying to like call hypocrisy on people who have no moral compass. Like that's that's their game. Yeah. We're not playing the same game. Yeah. One of us what? is playing. We're, oh, what's we're different? Chess what, what, and they're I wonder playing what connect, the difference they're playing is. Connect Four, dude. Why, why I wonder what the difference why is. They, why the perpetuate misery? Because perpetuating misery is like profitable. Like if everything's fine, then everything's fine. But if you perpetuate misery, then you also can perpetuate something against that. Mm-hmm. And both sides like profit. And 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 coming out of like the uh, this weekend specifically. The way that a lot of the impeachment uh, hearings have been going, like literally the term cancel culture was used in the impeachment hearing uh, by the the Trump lawyer. They called it constitutional cancel culture. Sure. So, I mean, can- if cancel culture is bad, then why is it only bad when it happens to your guys? Because that's why it's bad. Like, I can give no, you an example. Because it's I, happening let me give you a guys. real life example. I'll give you an example right now. So, um... Hassan, uh, Hassan, you know, Jake Eager's nephew. Well, Hassan Piker was on his stream talking about like, oh, I don't think Gina Carano should have been fired from the Mandalorian for her stuff, blah, 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 Chris blah. Chris Hayes blah. said that. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like. So, okay, let's let's set what, up the situation. Like, okay, what, here's the thing. I actually agree with what, Okay, so what happened she, with Gina Carano? Let's set that up real I quick. Don't, I don't, it's so stupid. Like, if you don't know the, the MMA muscle lady who has all like the worst takes about everything, about COVID, about tra- she's a she's a turf yeah um she's not even a turf i wouldn't even call her feminist so she's a, just a straight transphobe right. um she has the worst takes about anything compared being a republican to being a jew in the holocaust okay so disney <laughs> said we have had enough of you and you're gone because yeah. we are disney and we're here to make money now going back to like somebody who's like popular in the in the leftist sphere hassan pike or somehow she shouldn't have been fired now to answer your question i'm going to answer your question jeff about like why isn't cancel culture called out my first thought process, if I could talk, if I was to talk to Hassan, is that I would say, you know what, dude, I agree with you, but what if I just hate her because she's the worst and I just want all the bad things in life to happen to her and only her? Mm-hmm. That's, That's what it's not comes very down principled. To. That's what it comes down to, though, my <laughs> man. There's no principles, and this is this is just warfare by another means. There's no principles. I, I think principles I mean, need to exist at some who, point. The people who were like very parliamentary about this stuff and being like people uh, free speech should be absolutely free are like the same as people that are like, oh, uh, you should never, ever do violence. Like being anti-war <laughs> means never doing violence. Like uh, that's just like a, an unrealistic thing. Like right. like people use language to harm people. Like absolutely. Like, like people will say things that like lead to people's deaths and like immiserate them. <laughs> Like that's why they shouldn't say it because it hurts people and makes them miserable and like harms them, you know? Right. I guess my my point here is that my point is the standard that's being applied more than anything else. Who does it apply to? When does it apply? Why doesn't it apply to like, to be completely and utterly frank, why doesn't it apply to leftists when that something is happening to them when they have faced material consequences for something? Doggy, you're trying to shame people who have. No I'm not shame. trying to shame anybody. I want to get to the bottom of it though. You're trying to make people feel something they don't have. Mm-hmm. They don't have that feel. They don't Jeez. care. It's 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 wins and losses. Mm-hmm. So Kim, so Nathan Robinson getting getting fired by the Guardian to a Tucker Carlson is a win. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, right, 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 right. I guess I'm not necessarily talking about it from of... the Carlson realm. I'm not necessarily talking about it from the Carlson realm. Okay. Why is the Guardian willing oh, okay. to be so sloppy in this entire process? I'm not trying to like. I know it's it's like 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 Tucker Carlson's the enemy. I see. But like like the um, what I'm trying to parse here is the mainstream media and what they will and won't allow. I guess is what I'm trying to say here. And who they will and won't allow things from. That's the question I have. Yeah. We're, we're asking the same question. Why is it when anybody... So why can, about- why can Barry Weiss get away with having a column in the New York Times for you know several years whilst doing, you know, essentially entertaining the entire you know, IDW people and complaining about being silenced in her New York Times Mm -hmm. column. And then at the same time, like you get, you know, somebody silenced like, like, like that happened to our friend Nathan uh, at the same time. Why is this reality? Did she ever say anything about Israel? Uh, That wasn't complimentary. She is a pure, I mean, she's a Zionist. <laughs> okay. There you go. I mean, when they came after Ilan Omar and yeah. tried to literally mainstream media, I hate the I sound, Democrats. So crazy. The Democrats, so crazy. hold on. The Democrats um, censured her. Right. For that. When they're they censured trying, her for, they're, okay, let's reset the this. Democrats whole are out there trying to convince me, Joe Sixpack, who votes Democrat down the party line, trying to convince me that APAC is not a lobbyist group. Right, so let's reset just, it. So, they, so she, wh- got, she got a lot of heat in the press for, um, in terms of um, a tweet, right? And it was in response to, I can't remember the specifics, but she essentially said something about the way that APE, it was, it was a tweet about something that APAC, which is a Israel lobbying group, 100%, um, like what their behavior was, and essentially, she said it's all about the Benjamins baby on Twitter. And Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats, like this is right when the Democrats had taken over in Congress in 2018, 19? I think it was 20, 2019, like early 2019. And they, they essentially went out of their way to vilify her as a specific person. Why did they? Why did they do that? Why did they waste all this time and all this energy to, to trip all over themselves to do that? Because they only have positions that were popular like ten years ago. Like Nancy Pelosi hasn't had a serious like run at her seat in a long time. So like, why would she change her views? Like See, having then- her bad views has got her to all the way to be Speaker of the House several times. And- See, I would think here's here's the thing I think that people don't want to talk about is that I think it's just monetary. If I was to break it down, there's no there's no new world order, there's no Illuminati. No, of course no. Not. It's 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 how can we make money? Money, money, money. How are we gonna make money? We make money, we sell stuff to Israel, we buy stuff from Israel, we do defense contracts to Israel, and that allows us to like do more defense contracts. With us, it's a foothold uh, in the uh, region, uh, right? And with us, and and make more bombers and make more weaponry and whatever. Now, with all that said, if we can't just if we can't have a good reason, like like the things that I just put out, and I don't know, I don't know anything. Like I'm not in the government, so I don't know. But if we can't have a good reason why you can't question, why you can't question APAC, a lobbyist group, why we can't talk about um the apartheid state of israel why like we can't talk about how bad bb netanyahu is yeah because it's being anti-semitic like this honestly this is the root of conspiracy theories because when you don't when you see when you don't let this stuff like come to light Mm -hmm. and be like okay these are the bad dirty agreements that we have with this country and this is why the media will protect this country uh, of israel no matter what when you when you just be like, oh, let's just convince people that APAC doesn't even lobby for anything. They're just they're just having fun over there. They just do this for fun. Let's just convince people of that. This is how this is how stuff like QAnon gets started. Right, because they always go, go for go the easy answer. Land. And the thing about QAnon is they always go for the easy answer, right? Oh, it must be the lizard people that are, you know, having, you know, the child trafficking in the basement of of you know, comet ping pong or whatever. Right. 
Yeah, exactly. They always have the most like facile and individual based responses to these sorts of things that are are, that are like literally structural problems. These are international relations and structural issues. Am I making sense though? Like people that get people that get like really hyped up the boat are all people that are like, well, everything's bad right now. So I need to change this. And they're like, well, the politicians in there aren't helping out. And instead of like, it's basically like just to curb people from getting actual like class analysis. Like, why are things this bad? Uh, it's not because of like, you know, like both the Democrats and Republicans work in the keep us like subjugated. Right. It's because there's a bunch of a uh, bunch of people kidnapping kids in the brain with a basement of the pizza store. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, am I making sense, though, because I can say something like uh, we all hate the Keystone Pipeline. The people that want the Keystone Pipeline to go through, they're, they're going to hit me with facts and figures about how many jobs it's going to be, even though they're lying because those jobs are going to be temporary. They're going to at least hit me with something about, like, how much money it's going to make and how good it's going to be for the economy. It's, mm-hmm. like, the pe- it's like the when they, they Joe Biden said the Green New Deal and all the com- com- uh, politicians in the uh, Louisiana were like, Oh, they're going to take away all these oil jobs. They've been taking away these oil jobs for years because it's not profitable anymore. But there's no. So we talk about that, even though like the people who are proponents of this, their arguments are wrong and can be defeated. They're at least making arguments. Yeah. There's no like conspiracy. There's no like there's no like space laser like people on the moon that that are trying to infiltrate the United States to 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 build this pipeline. Yeah. But when you like when you say like, oh, well, let's talk about APAC and you're like, no, nah, we can't even talk about that. Well, we you're creating this. Ab- you're like, creating you're cre- the conditions. Am I being, is that crazy? Like, no, no, you're creating the conditions where conspiracies grow because you're 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 essentially determining that a certain part of the discourse is kind of like and I hate to even sound I mean, like this, but like it's they're, they're essentially saying that, like, you can't even understand about it. You can't even understand why this is a problem. And if that's the case, that's your problem. And what the necessary response for people are going to have when they're told that is, well, screw you. I actually want to question this thing. And when you don't provide space for that questioning to answer to, to happen, rather then the conclusion that you're going to come to can be very, very um problematic because the, the amount of people that you're going to talk to about that particular thing are going to be the people that are already inclined to be skeptical of it and ironically it's, it's every it's every uh detective story like just take it for advantage like take who framed roger rabbit you're you're watching Classic. the whole movie you're like well geez what's going on uh what what, what why is this big plot unfurling uh, you, you expect this big grandiose reason and it's really just like, oh, well, they want to they want to make interstates. And so we got to take we got to get rid of like the cheap city freeway. Okay. What yeah, the yeah, hell? Made the that, work. that was that was sketchy, but you made it work. You know what I mean? Pulled it like, together at the end. like that's that's every like that's the twist in every noir story. It's like, yeah. wow, what can be happening? Who's manufacturing all this like misery and intrigue? And it's like, oh, we got to set up a reservoir in this part of town. We got to get her to move out. <laughs> And in, so in we all politique the whole thing is you want to like work your way around and use these uh, methods or use these sort of like internal biases that people have towards one another to get something that you want done, which in the U.S.'s case is a foothold in the region that is extremely rich in resources, right? Yeah. Ironically, if I was, let's say, an advocate, let's say I was a lobbyist for, what would I say, country X that's the exact route if i really want to do a conspiracy that's the exact route i'd want it to take i i I, what i would do is i would have give no information give no argument and have crazy people make conspiracies about it so every time every time there's any kind of discussion you can just say oh that's anti-semitic can't do it i mean the real conspiracy really is just like creating this narrative that all these problems are decided by some shadowy government figures like Everybody, like the the thing in the X Files where it's like, oh well, aliens are doing this stuff and they've enlisted the government. It's not that. It's like some congressman agreeing with some businessman and being like, yeah, let's do that. Let's let's uh, get rid of the trains or, you know, whatever. Like, that's like, what I was trying to say, let's, Scott. Let's put energy in charge. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Let's put energy in charge. I don't like that idea. Yeah. I feel like we're gonna get thrown off of Twitch now. Ugh, I feel like that's done. 
I feel dirty. Like I feel dirty even talking about this. Cause I feel like even us talking about it, like if somebody like that's what I'm trying to be like super clear. Like I'm trying to be super like, Hey, we're not doing the, like, we're not doing the whole should Israel exist or like, we're not doing none of that. No, that's not what I'm because, trying to. Yeah. No, I'm just saying I, I feel dirty talking about it because I feel like what you, what, what Scott was talking about, how like the conspiracy part gets going. I feel like if a nutbag listened to this, they could be like, Oh, we got something in common. They don't like the people either. I'm like, no, I mean, we're not why, doing that. Why are conspiracy theories popular? Because people love fan fiction. Yeah. It just, like, yeah, until I get a good answer from like somebody actually in power of why we why we can't talk about it, why 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 we can't discuss these things, this this kind of narrative is just going to exist. It's like the Gross. it's like the it's like the crack thing. It's like people were like, oh, the CIA is definitely doing this, and anybody ever said that, they're like, wow, you sound like a crazy person right now. Right. Are you kidding me? The CIA they work for us. <laughs> I don't know. Have you read that book, by the way, uh, Dark Alliance? No, but I did see a pretty good. I did see that thing on Netflix from the guy who totally didn't kill himself. Uh, Pretty good. I mean, I'm sure he fell down some stairs or something. I I watched it because it was um. What did I learn about it? From that, it was the great. It was like the great white hype or something like that. It wasn't. It wasn't cocaine cowboys. It was another. It was like. A movie about like just say no in the 80s it was like something like that the great white lie it was about how the cia operation condor like brought all the well they had that one in netflix that came out like a month ago it's called like i think it's just called crack all right I'll written by like some Rhodes scholar it's hot I'll check that out also they got to show snowfall it's like about that guy who's like literally running the whole thing right yeah, like a freeway. That's about like yeah, it's like loosely about freeway freeway Ricky Ricky Ross. I think yeah. I think. I don't know. I'm not too up. If you if you ever want to laugh though, um check out that cocaine cowboys. That's hilarious. Oh, that's a great oh, I've seen that's all of those. Oh, I saw so the good, one dude. I saw number two where they were in Oakland. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And how they tie it back to Griselda Blanco because she yeah. was just insane. She's I wanna make man She was the most what? interesting character in that film. I'm gonna make a drug movie. I'm gonna make one of these drug movies about the guy who's just like He's like sells drugs. The police are on him. Like, oh, we're gonna shut this guy down. And he just goes, oh, well, it's hot now. I'm done. And yeah. then he just gets on a flight and he's just in Cuba for the rest of his life. <laughs> like, I'm gonna make that movie. Yeah, that movie never gets made. You can't smoke a cigar. Where it'll blow up. <sighs> no, I'm just saying the drug dealer who's just like how like how many drug dealers out there? How many guys are just like just walked away who are just Me. like, yeah, I've made enough. I mean, JFK's dad. I'm good. I'm good. This is getting too hot. This is getting too big. I'm out of here. Yeah. I'm through. As that we start to, to wind it down, at least for the radio version, we can keep going on our uh, eh. on Twitch. But but I, I do want to ask, Robert, yeah. how's your uh, portfolio looking these days? How's, how's Man, I took it. Speaking of drugs, I took a bath on... Um, on the weed stocks, man. Oh what no! Was, what happened? It hit me bad. Um. So what happened was, what had happened was, I bought I bought a bunch of uh, I bought a bunch of weed stocks from a Canadian company. Went up like crazy. Went crazy. Went crazy. I didn't sell before the market uh, closed. The hands are too diamond. And then, and then it just crashed in uh, aftermarket sales. Oh no! So like, a bunch of people sold off uh, in Europe and Asia. And then a bunch of people who are like serious traders who like have access to aftermarket were able. They just brought the price down to nothing. So I'm just left holding the bag. The entire it's not that bad. Then I got in cheap, so maybe it'll go back up. The entire thing is is completely ridiculous. Honestly, tomorrow is. Um, of course, this is not financial advice. I'm just not financial advice. Tomorrow is supposed to be the day that like all of Reddit. It just says. Um, yeah, uh, we we just doing market manipulation now. We don't care. Everybody buy AMC. Yeah, they, that's that's literally what they're saying. Reddit's just a hedge fund now. Yeah, we don't care. And it's like again, we had the whole episode about that. That is no different than some idiot being on C um, on CNBC tonight, just going like, "Oh, you should buy, you should buy more Boeing." Well, yeah. It's no different. It's all no different. People, all the people that didn't get out because they thought they were gonna like split the market in half, <laughs> like they they're the ones who took a bath. 
Yeah, it's because they bought too high. Like I'm still holding AMC. Yeah. Um, it's really. I mean, it is really cheap right now. It's I mean, like five fifty. What about GameStop? I mean, AM, oh, GameStop AM, was dead from the beginning. We had this conversation. Yeah, AMC is the one that could come back. Like yeah. people are, it, people are gonna want to go see movies after this. Like people no want to get out of the house. And then Amazon and um, Amazon and Netflix keeps flirting with them. Yeah, I was wondering. Them. It's like Disney. Disney's supposed to be in talks with them now. Yeah, Disney, Amazon, and Netflix are on talks. The reason why I think none of them bought them out is because the stock price is too high. Like I they was, wanted it around two dollars. I was wondering why. Uh, like, think about all the times you're sitting at home and you're like, "Man, I want to watch something at home, like wrestling or boxing or something." Like, mm-hmm. they should just show like that stuff at the movies. They do, but it's not as cool as you think. Like, they, it's like not cool stuff. But I know no. what you're talking about. You know, like, movie theaters. The- I I do think about that. Like like movie theaters. Just to kind of like get in a utilitarian kind of mind, yeah. Like they they are closed and empty most of the time, yeah. <laughs> and those like, are some pretty big and nice screens. You could probably do some pretty cool stuff in that. My dude, for like, Christmas, my uh, my wife's friend, we rented out a theater for an AMC theater, the one in like um, Lakeview or whatever, or what's that uh, Clearview? It cost a hundred and like fifty bucks for how many mm. people? Uh, it was just like the six whole of us. theater full. The whole theater. It was just six of us, dog. And but it's like twenty it was bucks Christmas a person. Day. It was Christmas Day, and we watched a Christmas story. But oh, geez, you know, it's, like think about like remember when appointment viewing for like Game of Thrones was a thing? Like yeah, mm-hmm. like you you jammed twenty people into somebody's house instead of just being like like what if they showed that at, a, at the movie theater? Like, yeah, so like that's the old closed closed circuit thing too, right? Like that's the old What's, closed circuit. What's the thing everybody does now that you can't go out? They go on Twitch and watch things with a million people and chat about it. Like, like that's like the shared experience thing is like what's gonna make theaters the thing? Yeah, like yeah people are now, people yeah. are dying to be like, especially now, people are dying to exist in some kind of a social setting. And right now, we're we're kind of robbed yeah. of that because of COVID. Plus, and plus, like, AMC, go ahead. Plus, mu- movies are just getting more and more terrible. They just want to show like the Marvel movies and like two other movies and a new movie coming out, like just show what people want to watch. And at AMC, you can get, um, you can get a beer and like terrible overpriced stadium food. I mean, I, I, I still eat that. It's pretty good. I had some like chicken tenders or something. On Christmas I'll eat a hot dog. That's way too big. It's pretty good. You're saying the tendy man is at AMC already. Yeah. The tendy man's been there. You can get tendies there right now. But uh, yeah. So Reddit don't care no more. Reddit's like, who are you gonna? You're gonna, oh, the SEC, you come and get us, I guess. <laughs> yeah. They're having like, uh, they're like, the SEC is like trying to investigate this whole GameStop thing, and it's like, oh, they, the, they, not uh, just the SEC, they, Congress, they have congressional. Yeah, they subpoenaed um deep effing value. Yeah, deep value. <laughs> what a joke. Yeah. Who who's this guy? He's like a a, a mod or something, and he's got no. A he channel. is the idiot who like kind of led the charge. Who made um he he took his portfolio from like fifty grand, and uh, he took it to like twenty two million. Wow. Whoops. And then he like ate ten of it. Uh, wow. So I don't know what he's up right now, but that was so dumb. I would I'm like, can you imagine just watching ten million dollars just float away? You win I some, mean, you lose some. I guess. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm why sure would you sell? What I'm sure the remaining $12 million is like keeps him warm at night. I'm yeah. sure it does, but it's still in the game, though. Yeah. Scott, he's, he, it's, he posts his stuff. It's in the game. Like, what Ridiculous. are you doing? All right. That's just well, anyway, we got to wrap it up. Part. You right, can listen to Good Morning Comrade every Tuesday on WHIVLP New Orleans on 2.3. You can get. Um, you can also listen to our show uh, on com. Uh, you can get more information at that place. You can also follow Robert on Twitter at Comrade Morning. You can follow me on Twitter at Eminent Prof. We have a very special guest coming up next week, don't we, Robert? Yes. Um, we have Jamie Peck we have coming Jamie up. Jamie Peck from the Majority Report next and week. And Antifada. Uh, I am going to be on with Andrea of uh, Above It All tomorrow mm-hmm. morning. This Live. morning, I guess. Yeah, this morning. So watch her stuff on the YouTube. Um, Cyberdemon 5... 531. 531. I keep wanting to say 513. That's Cincinnati area code. Um, but yeah, so we, we're doing big things over here. 
Yeah, oh, you're gonna to, uh, you're gonna start doing a daily. Keep an eye on our uh, Twitter and our Facebook about some uh, further programming as well. Check out our YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com/slash Good Morning Comrade Wildcat Feed. I believe it is. Yeah, that's where you get all the stuff for free because we don't. Yeah, do and that's where we're gonna be um, having our new uh, weekly streams. Our daily streams, rather. Uh, eight not o'clock. like all these other. We're doing it for the love, not putting stuff behind paywalls. No. I mean, I, that's it's more work to put something behind a paywall. So, like, I'm doing it for the love, and I'm also doing it because I don't want to do extra work. So, there you go. But, uh, yeah, you'll listen to the BHIV LP New World 2.3. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.